Welcome to Gail Talk, a new show for women with an emphasis on discussing the cares and concerns of life from the perspective of women of color. Gal Talk is not just talk. Gal is an acronym for Get a Life. That's life with a capital L, as in life in Jesus. We're not just here to talk, but to share with you wisdom you can trust. Now, what we will say will sound like it's countercultural at times, because it is. God's wisdom is often opposite of what we want to do. It's the hard thing to do a lot of times, but it's the thing that will bring us peace and contentment that other advice will not give us. Join us on this countercultural journey. Hello, Galaxy. I'm Angelica Jackson, and today we are back for another episode of our podcast. Today we have a very special guest, and her name is Miss Sharonda Woods. Sharonda, would you like to introduce yourself? Yeah, yeah. Thanks, uh, first and foremost, for having me. Like, this is an honor. Thank you. Um, so, my name um, is Sharonda Woods. I am originally from St. Louis, Missouri. Uh, but I currently reside in the Washington, D.C. area. Uh, And I am bivocational in ministry, if you will. So a couple of years ago in 2020, I graduated uh, with a master's in Christian education from Dallas Theological Seminary. Um, But previously and currently, um, I was just full-time uh, in IT work. Um, I still work as an IT project manager, uh, but for in terms of bivocational ministry, I am a marketplace chaplain. Ooh. And so what that is, is um, there's organizations uh, that I'm assigned to where I'm kind of like, just like the resident chaplain, where I just go, just love on the employees, um, sometimes virtually or sometimes physically, um, I go into their workspace. Uh, I also serve at my church here in Maryland um, as a small groups director, and I lead outreach and missions. Um, and then I work part-time at DTS um, as a spiritual formation fellow. So wow, uh, you have a lot going on. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So yeah, that's just a little about me. But I mean, at the heart of it all, um, uh, my experience at DTS in Dallas was great. Um, it definitely ignited more my love uh, for God's word. So um, no matter what platform um, God has given us, uh, my belief is uh, we are supposed to live our uh, walk with the Lord through and um, out that, if you will. And so um, at the heart, I love God. I love his word and I love to teach the Bible. Wow. Well, I'm so excited to talk to you today. Raina really hyped you up. <laughs> Oh, thanks, Serena. So this month, our book club read The Five Love Languages by Gary Chapman. So my Mm -hmm. breaker question for you is, do you happen to know your love language? Yes, I do. (laughs) Yes. Yes. Okay. Yes. So my love language, or they give you two, right? Like I have a top two. Yes. And then, I mean, they put them in order. So if you know all of yours in order, you can you can share them. Well, uh, I think my top two, they're almost neck and neck, but my first one was touch. And then my second one was quality time. I feel like those go hand in hand though, uh, because mm-hmm. I ended up with the top three because my, my top two were, I mean, my first one was words of affirmation. And then after that was physical touch and quality time, but they were tied. So like uh, at the same time. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, well, since you know your love language, are you expecting your partner to express that to you in that way? 
I am. <laughs> I am. I am. That's why, you know, communication is so uh, key in relationships, mm-hmm. uh, not just romantic relationships, but in any relationship. Yeah. So um, he understands that. But right now, uh, of course, there's no touching going on because we're in an engagement period. So we're waiting to get married. Oh, but yeah. Congratulations. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah. That's amazing. Yeah, I'm excited. <laughs> so how were you able to communicate that? Because I know a lot of couples, like they have they have a lot of trouble because there's some people who are like, well, I show love in this way. So I everybody is supposed to accept that as their love language and kind of, you know, catch on. Yeah, yeah. So my fiance, he's very kind and patient uh, <laughs> and uh, with me. And I just appreciate his... Uh, throughout our time uh, of dating, um, just his heart to just really honor the Lord, Mm -hmm. right? So, and he's the one, he's like the number one keeper of like, if I like get get out of our arena, he pulls me back in. So he's the keeper of our um, aim to stay sexually pure, right? And so Mm -hmm. since touch is my number one, then, you know, if I see him, I want like 9,000 hugs. So it'd be like, that's enough, Sharonda. Like, you don't need a <laughs> hug, right? But if I try to get too close to him, it'd be like, okay, like. He's like, that's enough. Yeah, like, did we pray together today yet? So he's, okay. he's good, yeah. I mean, he'll hold my hand, hug me, but he can tell, like, if I want more and he he's just, he's the best in terms of us staying sexually pure, yeah. That's good. That's good. Well, it's good to know that he not only loves you in your love language, but is able to help you keep those boundaries. Mm -hmm. But my next question is, since you know your love language, do you love yourself in your love language? Now, I don't know how I would do that in terms of touch, but no. (laughs) But no. That's been a whole whole thing on social media lately, is they're trying people like you have to show yourself love in your love language and you can't just expect you know your relation the people in your relationships and your friends and your family and your significant other to show you your love language and of course like quality time and receiving gifts and words of affirmation are a lot more easy to show but mm-hmm. there's probably some ways that you can give yourself physical touch they have like a whole infographic and I did not really? read enough I have to let me see if I can find it real quick actually yeah, I don't I don't know how I would do that. <laughs> if you like quality time, like you're supposed to take yourself out on a date. If you like gifts, okay. yourself buy yourself flowers. Um words about Oh yeah, yeah. Like well, yeah, in terms yourself. of quality time. Yeah, yeah. I, I mean I do that stuff. Like, you know, I take even though I have five jobs, I try to take the time to have some fun now and then, whether it be shopping, traveling, going on a hike or run, like sports activities. Um mm-hmm. Yeah, but yeah, I don't know how you would do the touch one. <laughs> okay, I just found it. Okay. Um, okay, it says give yourself a spa treatment, you know, give yourself uh, a pedicure, a facial, a deep conditioning treatment, moisturize your skin, uh, treat yourself to a bubble bath, give yourself a massage. Interesting. Okay, I mean, yeah, I mean, I take bubble baths. That's the only thing. <laughs> okay cool I think it was actually kind of cool to hear their hear their take on that I feel like the other ones are a lot easier though 
Yeah, yeah, <laughs> they are. Okay, our next question is getting more into like the nitty gritty of what the viewers want to hear. Do you think dating as a Christian woman is harder or easier nowadays? I would answer this question, uh, well, I would say harder and easier. <laughs> and let me explain. So the harder, um, the reason I say harder, it's in the regard of, I mean, I've just dated so many men out here that are so-called Christian men, but they treat me worse than unbeliever men, which is always surprising because you're like, oh, like, I thought you said the Lord changed and rearranged your heart. Like, what's going on here? <laughs> so it's like, hmm, like, I don't understand. Um, and then, yeah, and in another regard, it's like, I don't understand why there are unbeliever men who just pursue me and chase me, want to treat me like a queen. But queen. then the believer men, like, I'm so confused. Yeah. So I say hard in that regard because I just feel like there's just, so many believer men, even minister men out here that just treat you just as bad or, or worse than a lot of unbeliever men. But then I say easier in the regard because above all that, um, we serve a God who, <clears throat> according to his uh, purposes, his will, those things will get accomplished. And so if you just believe that the Lord has a special mate uh, in store for you, I would just say, hold on to that promise. Um, and it doesn't matter how it looks out here in the dating scene, like, you know, it'll get accomplished if that's what God wants for you. Well, early in your answer, you kind of touched on what I want to talk about next. Um, you said that there are, of course, Christian men who pursue you and then men who aren't Christian that pursue you. Well, not anymore. Sorry, let me make sure I clarify that. So um, what are your thoughts on dating people who aren't Christians or even like not as far as you are in your walk with Christ. Yeah, yeah. So for the ones that aren't Christians, um, I would just say take it from experience because I was a serial uh, missionary dater, right? And so <laughs> for those who uh, don't know what that is, um, you know, you have, um, you're just surrounded by these sea of men who don't know Jesus and they want you and they want to spend time with you and date you. And you're like, I don't know how to escape this. Right. But I'm like, well, if they become a Christian, this will work. Right. And so it was always my aim in the back of my head to get to, yeah, it's like, you're going to surrender. You're going to lift your hands and you're going to surrender to Christ today. Right. <laughs> <laughs> like no. Right. Or they'd be like, Hey, can I'd take you to dinner and I'd be like, yeah, but will you go to church with me on Sunday? Right. And so gotcha. those, those missionary stories or dating uh, years, I don't, I want to, I don't want to say my labor was in vain, but in a lot of regard, my labor was in vain. They, they weren't interested in having a relationship with Christ. Right. Uh, mm -hmm. And it just supports what the apostle Paul says in second Corinthians chapter six, when he says, you know, what do light, what does light have um in common with darkness right like why would a believer want to be with an unbeliever partner right right because we are the uh our bodies who we are we represent uh we are a temple of the lord and so um i would just encourage uh <laughs> all to steer clear of missionary dating um uh, but in yeah but in regards to 
uh, dating someone who you feel is not, uh, I don't want to say at the same um, place you are with your walk, walking God. Mm -hmm. I, I really think it all boils down to prayer and discernment, right? Because you can meet some men that appear to be <laughs> far along, along uh, in their walk with the Lord in the scripture they quote mm -hmm. or just Definitely how they so. just yeah yeah and then it's just like in terms of like their heart um and their character reflecting Christ it's like mm, I don't know about this right or you just meet somebody who literally just got saved last week and they're just on fire for the Lord and they're just really interested in growing and knowing the Lord. And so I would just say, just submit it to the Lord in prayer, but I don't think it's a hard, no, don't date somebody who's not, um, where you are spiritually. Now I will say over time, if you spend time with them and date them or be friends with them, you discern that they aren't really interested in growing in the Lord, then you may be wasting your time, girl. She said, just go ahead and cut them loose. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Well, a lot has changed in modern dating. And so one of the people, one of the things that everybody argues over is whether or not girls should shoot their shot and try to take the lead in the beginning of the relationship. As a Christian woman, how should we navigate that? Yes, yes. So I, uh, with my fiance now, I definitely uh, was out there shooting my shot and praise the Lord. He's <laughs> fiance now. So, but let me define shooting your shot, okay? Before I think that's good. I think that's important. Yeah, yeah. So let me define that. So, um, so yeah, we met at the library. So I just went up to him and was like, oh, do you go to school here? Blah, blah, blah. Um, but not only with him, but like previous men, just like, Hey, what's your name? Like, you want to go grab lunch, make it informal, right? Mm -hmm. Just an initial call text, initial meeting after that, if they like it, then they'll come after it. Right. But like, after, you know what I'm saying? Like, it's okay. Um, in the Bible, in the old Testament song of songs, uh, we know that book to be a historical narrative. So there isn't an exact uh, prescription that the church should apply should apply per se right mm -hmm. but there are some dating principles or courtship principles that we can pick up from that book um and the young woman she's out there expressing and initiating love and romance uh just like the man so i don't i don't see anywhere in scripture that tells us a hard no <laughs> be led of the lord but you know there's nothing wrong with saying hey What's up? What's going on? Blah, blah, blah. Now, I will say be prepared for, you know, if they're not interested, some rejection. <laughs> but yeah, I don't I don't think it, there's nothing wrong shooting your shot. I'll just say just don't don't continue down a road of pursuit with that guy. But yeah, it's OK to like spark something. Okay, I like this answer because a lot of people are like, oh, I'll let him come to me and I'll let him figure out that I'm interested. And it's like, wait a minute. No. You can no. set him up to make <laughs> his slam dunk. Yes. By shooting your shot. Yeah. 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 <laughs> yep. There you go. Okay. So you were talking about Song of Solomon and just how the Bible has given us some tips that we can apply for our dating. So what do you think is good dating etiquette for us? 
That is a good question and a hard one because I don't think there's like a one size fits all per Mm se. Um, I think just based about based upon how you started off the conversation when you asked, um, you know, what's your love language? Um, do you know? Do you know how to apply that to yourself or whatever? I think everyone's different, right? So there may be some women who need, you know, their partner to like call them all the time or text them all the time or be romantic all the time. I'm not like that. So, <laughs> you know what I mean? And so I can't say like, you know, good dating etiquette is if he calls you every day or texts you every day. Every relationship is different. I think that you just need to focus on the major things, which are uh, for women, uh, a man who exudes godly character. Um, And then number two, focus on um, just that man, I guess, really outdoing you in terms of initiating and um, keeping contact and wanting uh, him or wanting um, yourself to be on his calendar, right? Like he should be like doing more than you, right? But it's okay if you do mm-hmm. stuff, pay for stuff here and there or whatever. But I don't think there is a good like Christian dating etiquette, just, you know, in terms of women, like I said, don't outdo him um, and just make sure that he exudes godly character. That's so important. Okay, what advice do you have for, I want to do two questions. So first, what advice do you have for women who are single right now and how to embrace their single season? Okay. So, um, I would say since I was single for years (laughs) that, um, and the Lord had to take me through some Valley seasons on this is just to really live out Mark, uh, 12, 30 through 31. Um, and then in that pericope, that's when, um, the religious leaders asked Jesus, you know, what's the most important commandment? Jesus goes on to say, um, you know, the Lord God should be first and you should love the Lord God first and then love your neighbor second, right? So I would say in your singleness, just focus on loving God fully, holy with all your heart, soul, mind and strength um, and then loving others. Um, And then I would also say, um, even for singles who are desiring to, Uh, date and be married um, that even when you date and even when you're married and I'm not married yet but I'm pretty sure a lot of married women can speak to this um, that your partner uh, is not your everything right and so (laughs) it's just focus on being content in Christ as Paul says in Philippians 4 13 Um, I can do all things through Christ who strengthened me and so um, focus on making Christ your all and being satisfied in him I think that's, I think that's great advice. Definitely something that I can apply now. Uh, mm-hmm. I'm going to be 25 soon. And so I'm at that age where some of my friends are getting married and starting mm-hmm. families and getting engaged. And so it's a little hard when you feel like you're a little left behind, but yeah, apply that everybody can apply. So I really enjoy that. Well, good. Um, our next piece of advice is, or our next question is, what piece of advice do you have for women who are already in relationships? Yeah, so my um, advice uh, would be similar too, like to live out Mark 12, 30 through um, 31. Um, find your contentment in Christ. Your satisfaction doesn't come from your partner, right? When we start to think that our partner should do everything, be everything, and th- then we try to make them a mini idol and they can never live up 
to that because we serve an infinite God and we're finite beings, we're flawed beings. And so uh, focus on um, finding your contentment in Christ. Another thing, remember that your partner, um, I believe is first and foremost, um, your brother in Christ, right? So I think friendship, um, siblingship is very important, um, if you will, uh, in a romantic relationship is a good base and foundation. Um, yeah, so yeah, just focus on uh, Christ um, and remember that your um, mate uh, is first and foremost your brother in Christ in the way you treat and love them. Okay. Well, thank you so much for answering all of those questions. That is all that I have. Okay, great. This has been great. Thanks for having me.